With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to the Roman League Podcast. I'm your host, Roman NFL Scout, Tyler Roman. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about the first practices of 2022 training camp for the Washington Commanders. There were some standouts and guys that have shined. Also, been a few guys that need to pick up the pace. Luckily, there's a lot of time before game one, so hopefully they can right the ship. A lot to get to, so let's get started. <clears throat> All right, starting off with some slow developments by Carson Wentz. Seemed like he knew he's had some inaccuracies throwing to you know, intermediate routes, you know, medium down the field. Uh, you know, by all accounts, it's kind of what he's been doing. Um, he's obviously made some flash throws as well. Um, one down the left sideline to Jahan Dotson, who was covered very you know tightly by Benjamin St. Juice, but still was a dime back foot three steps. Um, hit Jahan in, in stride. It was actually a great catch by Jahan Hudson. Shows you know his ball skills and his hands is going to be on display this year um, during his rookie season. But um, Carson's a guy that's obviously always had some you know inaccuracies. At least last couple of years, his last year in Philly and Indianapolis last year. So it's not too surprising. Um, you know, obviously it's something to you know keep in the back of your mind. I don't think it's the end of the world. Um, this is a new offense for him. This is a new team for him. New receivers. Obviously, new running game, new tight ends. Um, you know, obviously, new play caller, Scott Turner. Um, new city situation and you know, Washington being a commander. So, you know, Carson's obviously has another great start. Um, he's obviously made some good throws as well. It's obviously great to hear how many players are, you know, singing his praises of what he's done off the field and his, you know, arm strength. The James Williams on an Alpha Network last week that, you know, he had a cannon for an arm. So, um, you know, obviously, he has the support of his teammates. Would you like him to look a lot better this first week? Of course. Um, but obviously, you know, it's, it's, not doesn't need to be right now where he's going to be a top level quarterback. This is obviously July um, and in early part of early part of August now. But obviously, you want to see Carson, you know, play better, perform better as these next couple weeks of camp goes. It's going to be interesting to see what Ron does for him in preseason games if he plays, you know, a game or two or not at all. Obviously, they didn't Sarge didn't play very much at all last off. Excuse me, last preseason. So you know, I think it would be good if Carson got some reps with guys like Terry and Jahan and Curtis Samuel. Even if it's a quarter um, for just one game, I think that would be beneficial. Um, I, I think you know the reps would be you know pretty crucial for his development going into his you know, first year with the organization. So um, obviously, like I said, I think he's going to get better as he's a couple of weeks of camp you know progress. Um, but you know right right now it seems like he had a slow start, um, and obviously you'd like to see him pick it up. But I still think he's going to be a you know, solid option at quarterback for this team. The one better ones they've had, probably the best one they've had since. Um, Kirk Cousins left in free agency to Minnesota Vikings, obviously, you know, five years ago. So um, Carson's a guy that, you know, he's going to make some plays that are making you stretch your head as a fan, as a coach, as a teammate. But he's also going to make some plays that, you know, wow you and, you know, stand out why the team, you know, went after him and traded for him. So obviously you just want those plays that make you scratch your head. few and far between compared to plays that, are, you know, make you wow you and help your team, you know, win. So as saying all that, obviously Carson needs to pick it up a little bit. Then you have Curtis Samuel. Um, obviously, Curtis is a guy that you know a lot of fans had don't have very much patience with after his first year, with all the um, injuries he had. Only played five games, and even then, he never really finished a game. Maybe one. I always liked Curtis in Carolina. I really liked the signing at the time. I just loved his versatility, getting the ball out of the backfield, in the slot, on the outside. Um, can even return punts and kicks to an extent. So Curtis is a guy I'm really high on. Still young. He's only going to be 26 next month, um, or excuse me, this month now. 
So, you know, I, I just love the potential that he can bring this offense and, you know, help take attention away from Terry and Jahan and just a chess piece that they can move around the offense, much like they do with J.D. McKissick um, and Gibson sometimes. So I, I'm really excited to see what he can do. It's concerning that, you know, they're resting him and doing all this and apparently he has some hand tightness and lower back tightness. That's obviously not what you want to see from a guy that obviously had an injury play year, a year ago. Um, so obviously they're, they're doing what they think is best for him. Hopefully he can play a full 17-game season. Obviously it doesn't look like that will be the case. Maybe they get 12 to 13 games out of him. That would be huge for the team. Um, but obviously it, it is odd that he's having still this these issues from these injuries from a year ago. The, t- the basically deep tissue, issue, deep tissue issues that he had last year with his groin and hamstring, usually those are rectified within a year. So I don't know why there's still some discomfort there. Um, but obviously the team has a plan. They're following it, and hopefully he's ready come September. Um, Antonio Gibson started... Um, you know, missing a few practices, training against Archie's now, you know, participating 11 on 11s, 9 on 9s. Um, really excited for Gibson, you know, see what he can do um, after losing that weight and getting his body fat down. I'm um, really high in AG. I think he's going to have a great breakout year in year three. Because, you know, carries might be down a little bit now. Brian Armstrong Jr. is in the fold and they kept J.D. McKissick. But I'm really happy that he, you know, he's back out there in practice. And I think he's going to really be a top tier, top 10 back for the, for the commanders this year. Not surprising, but Chase Young is, you know, obviously looks like he's going to start the year on pups, miss, you know, at least the first four games. Um, kind of what ex- everyone expected. I think it's the right move. There's no reason to rush him back. This organization knows, you know, from RG3 that this is not worth rushing your, you know, star franchise player back for a couple games. So um, I think chasing the pups is the right right move. Um, obviously, just doesn't look like he's going to be there for the first month of the season. Hopefully he comes in October, has a nice, you know, 12-13 game season. Um, and still, you know, make a huge impact for this defense that I think he can do. I mean, he's still one of the most talented young pass rushers in the NFL. I think he's going to prove it this year, even coming off ACL. I love the way he put in work with Vaughn Miller this offseason and rehabbing. And so um, he's going to miss the first month or so more than likely. But, again, I don't think it's, you know, missing four games is not worth, you know, changing the trajectory of his career. Nicely, Chase Roulier is back at center. Um, obviously, he's, I think he's one of the better centers in the NFL. Um, and it's good to have him back. He, he seems like he's going to have, since he had uh, hardware implants in his ankle, that he said it's never really going to feel the same, so something he's going to adjust to for the rest of his career. Um, but, you know, it, it's going to be good to have him develop more relationship with Carson. Carson hasn't had a really time to develop that relationship with Chase because he's been out all offseason, so hopefully they can, you know, get a rapport. And obviously it's a much, much important relationship between quarterback and center. He's been working with Schweitzer basically all offseason, but now really he's back. He's the guy. So hopefully him and Carson don't miss a beat come September. Um, guys that have impressed, obviously, if Jahan Dotson continues to impress, coming, you know, starting from minicamp and OTAs, continuing in training camp, I'm really, really high on Jahan. Everyone keeps talking how he's a natural, pan, excuse me, natural hands catcher. That's very evident on the film. Obviously, in Penn State, he you know, plucked the ball out of there like it was nothing. Now, even being you know, a 5'10 guy, he goes up and gets it. You love to see it. Um, Jahan's a guy that thinks he's the number two receiver, obviously, from day one. Um, I expect you know, 800 yards for him at least, you know, five or six touchdowns. I think, you know, he's already had a really good rapport with Carson considering he's been there from day one in uh, off-season workouts. Probably even more than obviously than Terry. So, I mean, I think Jahan's going to be someone that Carson looks to pretty early on um, come that week one matchup against Jacksonville. So, um, you know, Jahan, great to see that he's doing well, continuing his progression now the pads are on. They came out on Tuesday. Um, so I think he's going to continue to be, um, continue to get better. You know, he's going up against good corners, a kind of fuller, William Jackson III and Benjamin St. Juice, and he's holding his own and even exposing them to an extent. That's great to see from your first-round receiver. De'Ami Brown's having a nice camp. He had to catch the camp over Kendall Fuller a couple days ago. Um, De'Ami's a guy I really like in North Carolina. He's a really solid deep threat. He can run slants. He can, you know, break some, make you miss. Um, 
he, he needed to work on his route running coming in and you know getting off the line. I think he's doing that going into year two. Um, Deami's a guy that's going to have a big role in this team. I really do, especially now with Curtis Samuel's uncertainty at, um, with his injuries. You know, Deami's going to be that third receiver in my opinion. Um, he's, he can play on the slot. He can play on the outside. Um, but if Curtis Samuel's out, I think Deami's going to be the outside receiver opposite Terry, and Jahan's going to play more in the slot. Curtis has been lined up at all three positions. So, again, I want Curtis to be out there. But if he's not, I think Deami's going to have a pretty nice role this year. And someone that's going to develop and get better and better as you know a top three receiver, top four receiver of this team. If he's your fourth receiver and he plays like I think he can play, that's a you know great luxury for the Washington. So um, I'm really happy to see Deami playing well. I was high on him as a third round pick last year. That's all you can ask for is your players getting better as they you know get a year further in their career. Cole Turner is having a really nice camp. The fifth round rookie from Nevada. Right now he's tight end two behind John Bates. Logan Thomas obviously still sad as unclear if he's going to you know miss any time come. When the regular season starts in September, um, but obviously Cole Turner is a guy that is going to be more of a receiver than blocker. Um, really good red zone threat. You know, it looks like Carson has a you know trust in him. So I expect Cole Turner to get some good run come when the season starts. So I think Cole's a guy that you know is a huge target. Um, he's good after the catch as well. Big strong hands. He's you know very very dangerous in the red zone from on fade routes um, and corner routes. So I think Cole Turner is a guy that is really going to help this team. And obviously Terry being Terry seems like he's having a nice camp. You know, obviously missing all the off season, but. You know, Terry McLaurin's a you know certified professional, one of the best in the business. I'm really, really happy to see him back out there in that Washington Commanders uniform or helmet at least. And and I'm really happy that, you know, he can build, you know, some rapport with Carson. And, you know, Terry's obviously the number one receiver on this team. He needs to build that relationship with Carson. Carson's gonna look for him, you know, on in crucial spots, as he should, because Terry's, you know, a top ten, top twelve receiver in the NFL. Montez Sweat and Ron Payne, two guys looking for contract extensions or, you know, having great camp. Montez Sweat's apparently one of the most vocal guys in, um, on the defense this offseason. Um, he's more of a quiet guy for the first couple of years, so it's interesting to, you know, see that development in his, you know, trajectory of a career. Montez is a guy that I think is going to have 10 to 12 sacks this year. He's going to be the focal point of the edge rusher with, you know, Chase missing that first month of the season. So Montez might get a little more added attention with Jason Williams on the other side of him. Montez is a guy, you know, I love love watching him play. Um, he's dominating the run game in training camp. He's getting to the quarterback. You know, he's had some good matches with Sam Cosme and Charles Leno. So Montez is a guy that I think this team needs to lock up sooner or later because I think he's going to have a big year this year. It's only going to make his price go up. I don't know if that's really on the, you know, docket for things of this, off, this uh, front office to do. But Montez is a guy that, you know, I think is only going to get better as he develops, develops more pass rusher moves. He's one of the most athletic ad rushers in the NFL. Um, and I think it's going to really come to fruition and have his best year of his career here. Year four. So Ron Payne's heading into year five. He's a free agent after this year. This team apparently really wants to re-sign him. Just going to see how the money works. Obviously, they're going to have a lot of money tied up in the defensive line after paying Jonathan Allen. And like I said, I've already mentioned Montez Sweat at the beginning of the extension. If Chase plays like he's supposed to, he'll get an extension here in a couple of years. So Deron might be the odd man out. But I know they like Deron. Um, Deron apparently has just been absolutely blowing up in training camp. And as expected, he's a guy that's looking for a contract. So um, Deron's a guy that obviously I think they have a really big year himself. Maybe he gets more of that five or six, you know, sack plateau. He's always been good against the run, but I think Deron's always had that little bit of extra development to do in the pass rush. His pass rushing capability, I think it's there. I mean, maybe he puts it together here in his contract year. Two young guys, Ron Rivera spoke highly to Jamin Davis's um, progression today uh, on Tuesday after practice. James Davis is you know, going back to athleticism. One of the most athletic linebackers in the NFL is why he really got push up the draft boards while he was drafting the first round back in 2021. I'm happy to, you know, Ron here, you know, hear Ron sing his praises because obviously he needed, you know, his first round pick from two years ago needs to be a hit. I mean, Jamin obviously has all the physical ability in the world to be, you know, a good starting linebacker in the NFL. He never was a Mike linebacker. The team made him something he really wasn't at the center of his development. So now he's on the outside, he's more comfortable. He can just react and play like he did in Kentucky 
I think he'll have a nice year opposite of Cole Holcomb. Benjamin St. Juice been the primary nickel corner like he was on OTAs in minicamp. Um, St. Juice is, you know, by all accounts looked good. He's been a nice matchup with Jahan Dawson. has held his own. I think it's a good sign. Jahan Dawson is going to be one of the most shifty receivers he's probably going to cover all year. So I'm happy to see that he can stick with a guy like that as a 6'2 size. Um, and St. Juice was a guy that he was, you know, outside corner in Minnesota. Um, good man coverage guy. Um, his hands were never the best in Minnesota, so I don't know if he's going to have many picks here this year for Washington. Um, but either way, I think he's going to have a nice second year as, you know, really a starting player playing the nickel position for the commander this year. Kendall Fuller and William Jackson the third have a really nice camp. Seems like Kendall's probably the best camp of any defensive back. Um, he's a very, very smart player, always has been, going back to his first time with Washington in Kansas City. Um, he's more of his own corner more at this point in the career. Obviously, he's still young, only 27 years old. But um, Kendall's a guy that um, I've always been high on. It was a shot to the stomach after he was traded to Kansas City for Alex Smith. I'm really happy he's back with Washington going into his year three of his second tenure here in Washington. And, you know, Ron's been talking about him all offseason. And I think he, even though William Jackson III is the number one corner you know, on the pay scale, I think Kendall probably is a top corner for this team. Great hands, just a really smart player, and really just, like I said, excels in zone coverage. William Jackson III is the opposite. He's more of a man guy, but he has, looks more comfortable in his role this year. And that's to be expected. You know, after spending your first four or five years in the, your career with one team in Cincinnati, you know, it's going to take more than a year to get acclimated to a new system and new teammates, new surroundings. So I expect William Jackson III to have a really nice bounce back here. His physical talent is, you know, up there for one of the top five, top ten corners in the league. So I know he has it in him. He just has to be more comfortable, be more you know, trusting what his eyes see. He's going to have a good year for Washington, in my opinion. Um, then you have a Buffalo nickel role. Seems like guys have been rotating a lot, even St. Juice to an extent. has been playing it. Percy Butler, the rookie from in, um, Louisiana. Um, I don't know if he's going to be a good fit for the fit, uh, Buffalo nickel role just because of his size. I think he's more of a natural free safety, and eventually he will take over Bob McCain, whether that's in a year or two. I do think he's going to be a really solid free safety in the NFL. Um, I just don't know if you know the Buffalo nickel role is for him, but maybe he'll get some reps regardless. Derek Forrest, the secondary or fifth-round pick from Cincinnati, has played that role a little more. I could see that for him. You know, He is a you know strong safety by trade. That's what he was in Cincinnati. He'll come down and hit you. He was really good in the run game. I think Forrest can have a you know niche in that Buffalo nickel role. Let's see what he does once he gets more game reps in preseason. Obviously, he didn't really play that role at all last season, the regular season. Now that since they had Landon Collins, who had a great year, obviously for Washington once he once he took over the Buffalo nickel role. So if Forrest can come up and play that role, or play it, switch it with St. Juice, or even have a linebacker like Kaliki Hudson play it, you know that maybe they don't go outside of the building to get a guy like Landon or bring him back. Um, but Forrest is a guy I think could develop into that role. Um, Jeremy Reeves is another safety that has a good camp. He's always had good camps. Um, but just never seems to be able to stick in that you know opening day preseason roster. So I think Reeves, this might be the year he does it. He has versatility to play free and strong. He's a smart player. He's been in the system for three years now. Um, and Reeves is a guy that I've always really liked. And I think he's always you know been a good depth piece for this defense. And maybe this is the year that he finally makes the you know team out of you know uh, after training camp and into the opening day roster. Lastly, it looks like you know health wise everyone has been good. They've had a few nicks and bruises. You know John Bates make practice today. Um, uh, Trey Turner's missed some time, but obviously it seems like nothing's been too serious. And that's what you want to see. No, you know, big long-term injuries. And that's all you can ask for after the first week of camp. Hopefully it stays that way because obviously, you know, camp is about getting better and building that foundation for the regular season. But you want to stay healthy in the process. I think it's, you know, it's most important, you know, factor going to the NF uh, regular season, if not, you know, top two, top three. So good to see the commanders have stayed healthy for the most part after one week of uh, training camp. Well, that concludes the Run My League episode. Week one of camp is in the books, and it looks like some progress is made for this team. It's all you can ask for, along with no major injuries. Hopefully Carson has a better time going forward, and I think he will, as he gets more comfortable with the offense. 
I'll be back next week talking about any more training camp developments. You can follow me on Twitter at NFSCAP21 and Instagram at RomanLeague_Pod. Thanks for listening. Please rate and subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. See you next time.